Shalom, my friends, and welcome to the Roots of Flourishing podcast. I am Dr. Chris Lasante, and this is the podcast where we explore the roots of human flourishing through medical knowledge, philosophical reasoning, and theological insights. Episode 14, The Digital Revolution's Challenges to Our Humanity, Part 1, Framework. Welcome to the first of a five-part series on the challenges to our humanity that the digital revolution has brought upon us. Digital technology has evolved from putting a man on the moon in 1969 and a four-function calculator on my belt in the 1970s to the current digital revolution that now pervades nearly every aspect of our lives. This revolution, like the industrial revolution that preceded it, has both benefits and harms to our humanity. In this episode and the following four episodes, I'm going to discuss the digital revolution, looking at it mainly through the challenges that it now presents. The author Samuel James summarizes this challenge well when he writes, The internet is not a singular tool or hobby. It is an immersive epistemological or knowledge habitat in which hundreds of millions of people have regular, active membership. The internet has transformed the way humans read, learn, communicate, labor, shop, recreate, and even worship. No other technology is as disruptive to traditional forms of human activity. Joshua Hoschild, a professor of philosophy at Mount St. Mary's University, expounds upon this when he specifically addresses the challenge that social media presents when he says, The age of digital media has unleashed a profoundly threatening human experiment. By drawing us to waste not only our time, but our attention, social media seduces us to waste our souls. Our brightest engineers have trained our most powerful technology to act with the psychological craftiness of demons. He later adds, Increasingly, we are aware that the personal effects of digital technology are not accidental, that in many ways the devices and the applications they run are designed to change us, engineered specifically to capture and modify our sense of self how we think, and what we do. These two authors outline both how pervasive this technology is, in addition to the pernicious and destructive means and motives that are now threatening our humanity. Now, I'm not a complete Luddite. A Luddite is just a term for people who completely resist progress. However, I'm conservative by nature and temperament, And I understand the dangers and difficulties of unthinkingly embracing what others term progress. I've seen too many times where shiny and novel ideas and programs have not only wasted time, but been counterproductive. Currently, our humanity, especially in the developed West, is under the pervasive influence of the digital revolution— And I agree with many others who critically analyze the digital revolution and find things worrisome, if not downright dangerous. Why do I and others think this? One symptom of our humanity being out of balance and not working in harmony is the skyrocketing mental health issues. Depression, anxiety, substance abuse, and suicide 
are the psychological manifestations of the underlying problem that humans are out of balance and not working harmoniously amongst their dimensions. The digital revolution has most impacted the developed West, and interestingly, it is in these countries that the highest levels of mental health problems are seen. The developing countries of the world have not experienced this dramatic increase in mental health issues. Although correlation does not always equal causation, we will see how the digital technology has jet-propelled us down a road that we were already on to the detriment not only of our psychologic dimension, but all four dimensions of our humanity. This episode, we will outline a framework by which we can better critically analyze the digital revolution and its impact upon human flourishing. In subsequent episodes, we will tackle the psychologic, biologic, social, and finally spiritual harms of the digital revolution. The benefits of digital technology have also brought along with them some very high costs in terms of our humanity, and thus a wise reappraisal of the role that digital technology can properly play in our lives is more essential than ever. By looking at our multidimensional humanity and understanding that the dimensions need to be in balance, working in harmony and oriented toward the basic goods is an excellent template for understanding the difficulties and harms of the digital revolution, in addition to understanding how the digital revolution may actually help us. As a brief review, we have put forth that humans are multidimensional beings consisting of the biologic, psychologic, social, and spiritual dimensions. The biologic is our bodies, the psychologic are thoughts, emotions, and desires, the social, other people, and the environment, while the spiritual is the transcendent, comprising of the good, the true, and the beautiful, and ultimately God himself. The dimensions should be balanced and working together in harmony and oriented to achieving the basic goods. Balance is driven by the concept of self-transcendence of the psychologic, where we totally focus on one of the other dimensions. The basic goods include life, health, knowledge, work, play, aesthetic experience, friendship, marriage, personal integrity, and harmony with the divine. As I said, I'm not a complete Luddite. I love Amazon Prime, same or next day delivery. I love the fact that computers are making CT scans and MRI both feasible and enabling me to read these digital images halfway around the world to help save lives in Kenya. I also love the idea that I can do the square root of 433 conveniently through the calculator on my iPhone. And, of course, this podcast is available courtesy of the digital revolution. However, we also need to understand the harms of the digital revolution and why it is actually harming our humanity. Any tool, and digital technology is certainly like any tool, can either be used for good or for ill. We need to remember that unvirtuous and greedy people will almost always use things for their own self-centered purposes, while those who are wise and prudent will use it for the common good. When evaluating any tool, we need to be mindful about two things. The first is described in the time I spend relating to it and the degree of that interaction. The second is analytical, whereby we ask if this is promoting or 
detracting from our humanity. Regarding the time I spend and the degree of that relationship, is this thing something working in the background, which we largely have little or no interaction with? An example might be the computer chip controlling my car's engine's parameters. I appreciate the fact that there are computer chips that increase my gas mileage and optimize my car's engine's performance, but I don't necessarily interact with it daily unless something goes wrong with it. The degree of the relationship increases directly with my level of interaction. When I press numbers on my calculator to figure out the square root of 433, by the way, that is 20.8, then that is more interaction than merely my car's engine computer running autonomously in the background. This degree of interaction is based upon me directly controlling the inputs and the tool responding accordingly to those inputs. Additionally, most of us do not interact with calculators for too long each day, so the amount of overall time is rather limited. However, today's technology goes further and vies for my attention without any direct input on my part, such as when my iPhone alerts me to a text message or I get one of a million notifications regarding email or social media updates. This wouldn't profoundly impact our humanity if only a few people were interacting to this degree with the tool. But since it's a revolution like the Industrial Revolution, it now affects nearly everyone with many, many opportunities each day to interact with something that now has a digital technology feature about it. This pervasiveness and the amount of time this technology takes up in our lives is now seen in many staggering statistics. According to one website, in 2023, it was estimated that about 58.4% of the world's population uses social media today. That's over 4.26 billion users. Another website indicated that the U.S. has 302.35 million social media users in 2023. That means that 90% of the total U.S. population uses social media actively. The number of individuals is staggering enough, but when coupled with the amount of time each person now uses their devices to include social media, you can get the idea that this is really impacting us. The average adult in the U.S. spends an average of two to four hours per day on their devices, adding up to almost 2,600 daily touches. In 2020, people in the U.S. spent two to three hours on social media each day, while the average global internet user spent 144 minutes or well over two hours on social media sites. This is not just an adult phenomenon, as it pervades throughout childhood now. In 2021, children aged 8 to 12 now spend five and one-half hours a day on screens, while teenagers spent a truly staggering nearly nine hours per day on screens. Thus, we can see how the digital revolution has truly permeated and taken over a substantial portion of our lives. Now, we need to analyze whether this takeover has truly contributed to our humanity. Again, using what we've learned in the podcast regarding human flourishing, we need to test and see if what this is doing and this technology being utilized actually leads to our human flourishing. 
if the tool leads to greater fulfillment and opportunities to achieve balance and harmony while promoting the basic goods, then it should be accepted and used accordingly. Such things as antibiotics generally fall under this category. The technology of antibiotics, if used wisely, will lead to the human being in better balance and harmony due to the promotion of the basic good of health, while hopefully not harming any of the other basic goods. But any technology, including antibiotics, can be abused, and we'll see how the digital technology is abusing our humanity by causing us to be very, very psychologically driven. Our psychologic dimension is now in overdrive, resulting in our humanity being out of balance while also not working in harmony. Subsequently, this is now adversely impacting the basic goods. Many aspects of the digital revolution therefore prevent us from the all-important notion of self-transcendence of our psychologic dimensions, and the lack of self-transcendence keeps us from being in balance and working in harmony. The digital revolution, as we will see, panders to our psychologic desires with the false feeling and promise that this will lead to human flourishing. And this will be the topic of our next episode when we talk about the adverse impact on our psychologic dimension. Until then, wishing you increased flourishing as we press towards the goal of completing our humanity. Check out my show notes for references and additional resources. The show is also at rootsofflourishing.buzzsprout.com. Shoot me an email at rootsofflourishing at gmail.com with comments or questions. 